on the next Going Off. Do not turn over or no time for bullshit. It's the Going Off podcast with Raccoon and Kidneys. Uh, hey, RC. What goes on? What goes off? Uh, I'll tell you what's going off. One of these fucking albums halfway through. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I tried the first time and then the second time I was just like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're just staring at your feet? Well, we'll get there. Actually, we'll probably oh, get buddy. there sooner than you think, because I imagine it's what we're going to be talking about first. <laughs> but folks, before we get into right. any other reviews, I want to give this to y'all up front, because I don't want y'all to forget. I don't want y'all to possibly... I don't want it to slip your mind, per chance, that if you have an album that you want to request... Us to talk about on a That's future right. episode of the show. You head on over to our Kofi that is ko-fi.com slash going off g-o-i-n-o-f-f That's how F-F. you F. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm malfunctioning. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's cool. But um, the, the reason I bring that up, obviously, is because it's very pertinent. And, and relevant to what we're talking about right, right now because the two episodes, the two albums that we're talking about this week are both listener requested. And that's how you do it, folks. It's just that simple. And we've got the holiday discount in effect at the time this episode right, goes dark up. holiday special. And, as well as the uh, $3 a month subscription that you can get your request bumped up in the queue. Uh, so we got a lot of cool stuff going on, but this week we got a couple familiar faces, uh, that have honestly been dominating the show, uh, for the past few months, uh, <laughs> Dr. Goatman and Animal King. I guess we're gonna start with Dr. Goatman, if I had to guess, RC. Yeah, let's, let, let's get this one out of the way. It's Station <laughs> to Station by David Bowie. RC, it's your yeah. boy. No, no. It's your boy, David Bowie! Aren't you excited he's back? Uh, Get hyped! Get hypey! You know, oh, uh, I'm, I'm jumping a little bit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my spirits Hell up. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, you know, ha- about halfway through, I was really, really enjoying this album. I'll say that much. Mm. Uh, but just to get right into it... What what what's going on with track one? What's going on with track one? What do you mean? Cause that's what kind of made me feel like uh what like halfway through this album I'm kind of enjoying it and fr- track one almost kind of feels like halfway through this album because like ten is <laughs> a ten minute track yeah. and the first three minutes are about the length of a normal song in which nothing happens but just kind of like. And the beat is continuing, and the beat is continuing. And I was just like, guys, what, what's happening? And I was like, looking at the album titles, like, Station to Station, is this just like a transitional album where we're just like, we're in the middle of moving somewhere, and like, we're gonna get to the music eventually. Because <laughs> I was like, what are, what are we doing? Get to the song! What are you, why are you doing this to me? Man, I don't know how you were. Well, actually, no, I do know how you weren't feeling that, because it's just not your vibe. I dug the intro uh, a good bit. I liked the kind of imitating the sounds of a, of a train leaving a station or pulling like into a, a station. Bit. I don't know how they did that. I'm very curious, um, because it's 76, right? And I know they have, yeah. like, electronic music means 
by this point. Sure, but I, since and whatnot. I just don't know how in particular they did this, uh, this exact thing, but I liked it. Once it kicks in, it had a few very specific, unique things about it, like the uh, harmonica riff and also, like, party favor noisemaker thing. It was like that. I gotta know how to... Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They kind of elevated the... Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. a very slow, bluesy intro. But uh, once it kicks in, I think it kicks in pretty hard, especially because it, like, switches into, like, a whole different, livelier beat for the second verse. That's when I really got into sure. it. When it was just like, okay, first, it was like turning along for the first third of the track. And then it was like an okay song for the second third. And then when it got to the second half, I was like, oh, okay, we're hitting that uh, Drake energy. Oh, oh, halfway through, switch up. <laughs> you know, like, all right, I'm here for this, you know. I will admit, it's full of a lot of literary references that all went over my head. So I really wasn't able to grasp what the song was about exactly. The notes on Genius tried to make it make sense. But I don't know. A I'm lot sure of it just kind of felt like a reach. But, and my problem with it is, it's like, it it wasn't as engaging for me lyrically as, like, any of his other songs. Or even if I don't know what he's talking about, I still want to know what he's talking about. With this, it was just like, I, I, like, after I listened to the song, especially after, like, a 10-minute thing, I was just like, I didn't need to know what that was about. I, that wasn't like a, oh, my God, what was the journey? It was just like 10 minutes, a third of it is nothing, and then it's just like, like for a David Bowie, when I see ten, 10 minutes, I'm like, uh-oh, I'm rubbing my fingers. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm rubbing my hands. Well, what are we about to get into? Mm. What what journey are we about to have? And it's like, oh, it's just a normal song, but just like there's a super long intro for some reason. And then halfway through, there's another song. And it, it, it's a better song than the second half. I, I don't know what, what happened with the first half. Like maybe the maestro was taking too long to, you know, get there. They were just like keeping the beat going. Like we don't want to do the switch up before we know he's here. So let's just keep going, you know. And they're like, he'll be here in three minutes. Like, fuck it. All right, just keep going. We're paying for the time. You know what I mean? Like, RC, you must not have heard, though. It's the return of the great white duke. He's back. The thin white duke is back. <laughs> so, <laughs> the return of the duke. When, when was he here the first time? Uh -huh, da ha <laughs> Stop. It's the return of Rappin' Duke. Wait, because, like, is this the first album of the Thin White Duke? Because he's saying the return, and I'm like, wait, how many... I'm going through the personas of, like, shit, wait, did I miss one? Well, I think the... On the last album we talked about, Young Americans could possibly have been the beginning of that particular sound, but I think this is the album but, where but he, wasn't like... wasn't he Aladdin Sane? <laughs> He actually kind of, Who the fuck was that guy then? He gives a name <laughs> to the character here, I guess. <laughs> Wait, never mind the Aladdin saying guy. Uh, that was first draft. It's, it's this guy. Well, that one we... Aladdin saying that felt weird. Now, it feels a little insensitive now that I think about it. We had Aladdin saying for Aladdin saying and Diamond Dogs, and now we're past that. No, I did like that lyric, like, that vocal line bit, but it was like a thing where, a bit where I was going like... You know, usually David Bowie lines, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know what that means, which is very esoteric and cool. But with this one, like, I couldn't do that because I was just like, oh, yeah, he's stabbing lovers in the eyes. It's like, you could think of it as like a metaphor for, I, I, don't, I don't know what that could be a metaphor for. Stabbing people in the eyes? <laughs> stabbing lovers in the eyes? I don't, I, I, I can't, I, my brain's not working on that one. Did you have anything? I got nothing. Yeah, like, it, it, the way Genius made it sound, and I literally, like, unless it came from an interview with David Bowie specifically, I don't know if I trust it. David Bowie is almost like the personification of, like, a god looking down on, on civilization, and he's, like, 
he's observing lovers in love, and then halfway through, he's like, well, I'm in control of the lovers on Earth, but I want love too. Who's who's going to help me out? And it's like, that's a great concept. I didn't get that from the lyrics, though. And, and that's why he's stabbing them in the eye? <laughs> like what? How do we get? How do we get? How do we pull the train around to stabbing lovers in the eyes? Part like not quite sure. <laughs> I liked the the very catchy. It's too late chorus. I thought that was cool. And it got, I loved that. Got very yeah, high yeah. energy, and that carries over uh, very well into the smooth as silk, almost uh, disco track that is uh, Golden Years. Which, yeah, I mean, obviously, I would say it's the standout of the album. It's like the big song that gets radio play anyway. Mm. Like, I don't remember any of the songs from this album. Not even Golden Years. No, like, okay, so for me as someone who, you know, I I listen to the uh, radio station Mm. and they're always playing, like, you know, the four David Bowie songs, always Modern Love. Oh, Let's Dance. Let's dance, or or space oddity, mm. or or uh, uh, there, there's like one more. You know what I'm saying? You get rebel, um, rebel, so, or suffragette. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, it's kind of funny. Like actually digging into these albums, I'm I'm basically doing a thing of like, hmm, is this as good or better than the, the you know the hits that I absolutely know? You know, like changes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like the ones that are well known. You know what I mean? And so like I've been kind of doing that, and like you know, so with the first track, I'm like, hmm, all right, it's okay, and then the second one, I'm like, hmm, it's cool. You know, I I I think it sounds nice, but it does feel a tad disjointed, like vocally, <laughs> like in terms of like vocal line to vocal line, because when I think about like the other albums, especially the previous album, where he would do like, remember when he had the, um, you know, the the black like church choir behind oh, him, yeah. and the way he weaved those lines in felt like you were just falling into each line. You know what I mean? With this one, I didn't get that as mm. strongly. You know, like the especially on the falsetto parts, they just felt a little oddly placed. Like it didn't feel like it was in complete flux with the groove of what else was See, happening. You know, I, I, I think it might have mainly been the falsetto for me, honestly, when I think about it. Like. Something about it just felt like it was like, hmm, that didn't feel placed right, you know? I actually really enjoyed how disjointed that was, how how a lot of the stuff is kind of almost off time. Like, the one that always gets Mm. me and the one I was going to point out was the wah, wah, wah at the end of the lines. It's like almost too late. You know what I mean? Like... I'm trying to remember which line that was. I think I know what you're talking You know? It's like a vocal tick that happens? Yeah, like at the end of the line, it'd be like, it was golden, golden years, what, what, what? Golden years, what, what, what? But it would would almost be like, what, what, what? Like, it was a little slower, or like, it didn't quite hit on the beat. Like, it was a little delayed. I think that was like, it's interesting. Like, it was like, no, you're There's right. You're right. That was a fun little idea. Like, why'd you do it that way? And the come boopa baby, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. And yeah, just the angel. Like it's a little too late. The angel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's all very delayed, but I, I, I like. Like it, I it's like definitely that. purposefully hang dog, but like it, it just doesn't hit quite as on the in the pocket for for what I would have wanted. I, I don't know. I don't it's know. definitely, um, if I were to do a, like, top ten, it would be in the back end. In, in the back end. Like, it hmm. wouldn't be in the top five for for sure. Like, it's one I remember, and I was like, 
I forgot it was on here because Station to Station honestly isn't a David Bowie album that I revisit very often. Uh, there's only six tracks. I was looking, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, there's only six of them, which means what my main complaint with the album is that even the songs I ended up enjoying a lot, they go on for way too long. Right. They just hang yeah, on for way this. longer than they need to, I think. And it would be fine if they were like really jam banding it out and it's like, oh, we're throwing it to one person and throwing it to another and we're really right. doing well with it. But it doesn't really feel that way. It feels like they're doing like placeholders for like solos that should have happened or something. It just kind of repeats we never really get for that. way too long and like nothing really interesting switches up or anything. It's like, it, it's like they're yeah. jamming, but they're just repeating the same parts over and over again. And it's so confusing because it's like now that we talk about it, it's like if the, if they had just cut out the bits that would just kind of go on for a long time, this probably would have been a higher rated album for me yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. Like, because I'm like, I'm uh, thinking about the um, no, no, Word on a Wing, I actually really like. Oh, yeah, that's um, a great song. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think this is when he really starts to like get back in the in in his uh that vocal bag of the British wailing ghost. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he's really here now, the world weary old man. You know, even though he's like probably in his early thirties at this point, but he's still like he's yeah, his voice sounds su like such an old man. <laughs> yeah, he is very like weary in how he sounds sometimes. Very aged vo vocals. <laughs> There, there's legitimately not that much to say about it. That was just a, like a good fucking song. Oh, and the organ comes in. Like when it comes in on the second verse and it really amplifies the energy of what's happening just right. Because I think it's one point where he's like something about like, I'll praise you in your church or something to that effect. And I was like, ooh, okay, we just kicked it up. We just kicked it up and not right there. <laughs> like It's a very interesting one-two punch here, I think, between word, mm. word on a Wing, which Bowie is very cryptic with his lyrics, mm. we've pointed out. And they don't always make sense. They're not always very literal. Uh, th this song, Word on a Wing, sure. is pretty fucking literal. Like, it just sounds like a guy. <laughs> that is true. He's just praying <laughs> to God, <laughs> saying, like, do I fit into your scheme of things? Like, are, are my prayers, are they, you know, part of your plan? Do I have a place in your plan for this world? Like, it's like, wow, okay. Like, it sounds like a guy's genuine, honest, please crying out to god and it's like holy shit like you never really heard a song from bowie like this exactly they, they, he'd normally be more yeah. colorful about it and then tv or doing some sort of commentary in the background you know like, oh yeah. yeah yeah and then tvc15 i don't know if we've ever got a song quite like this either <laughs> <laughs> where it paints such an odd fucking picture of David Bowie's David Bowie. Okay, it almost sounds like a like a trailer for a bad eighties uh, movie. Yes. Like to say. That he was you know doing the soundtrack for you know. <laughs> David Bowie loves his television. He also <laughs> loves his girlfriend. Unfortunately, oh no. So did his TV. It's like wait. <laughs> So wait a second, David Bowie's TV eats David Bowie's girlfriend or something? And then David Bowie is like, oh no, I, I gotta get my girlfriend back, right? I, I guess I'll follow you into the TV. 
What? I get my fucking money back. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I'd be going down to crazy somebody, Eddie's. Man. Eddie, it ain't my girlfriend again. You said this would not happen after the last the time. One, come on. We had a deal. Now, I know this is supposed to be futuristic, but this is ridiculous. If I had a nickel for every time my TV ate my girlfriend, I'd have two nickels, which is a lot. <laughs> Now, this is the future. Pleasantville already exists by now, okay? So we should be aware of this. <laughs> and I haven't seen Videodrome, but if people are going to point out that this is kind of the, like, you know, kind of reaching into a TV, <laughs> or maybe like the ring where the girl comes out of the TV, I don't know. Sure. There's plenty of that. Um, yeah, or I poltergeist, because that's what oh, I, that was the sure. first thing I thought. I was like, wait, did this, it's like, because I was like, oh, it's a song about how his cool new TV poltergeisted his girlfriend. Like, what? Because I was like, I was looking at the lyrics as I was realizing what was happening. I was like, wait, because it's like, the, the hook feels like, oh, TCVV from 115. Oh, TCVV You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, I guess we're jamming. Like, yeah, the TCV, you know, on the first listen, I'm like, oh, TCVV15, whatever whatever the hell this is, you know? And then, like, oh, when I go back and listen, it's going to be about some futuristic TV and the cool stuff and da-da-da. And, and I was thinking, oh, the commentary's going to be like, oh, you know, watching TV that's, like, you know, uh, desensitizing me oh. to the messed up reality. And it's like, oh, no, it ain't my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, oh, uh, hmm. Relatable <laughs> like, content. Uh, all right. <laughs> This was the first song yeah, I thought like, went on for mm. a little too long. Like, I liked the concept, yes. and I, I I was grooving to it, honestly. But damn, it goes on for way too long. Yeah, this was one, this was the track where the rubber was really meeting the road of, like, I'm liking how this feels, but you can stop at any point, man. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> how long was this one? This one was probably like a five-minute song, if I had to guess. I don't have it pulled up. 5.35, yeah. Yeah, that's track too much. Track before is six minutes, and the track after six minutes as well. Now, I will say, Stay is honestly, to me, the best song on the album. And I was like, why wasn't this track one? <laughs> like, yeah, it probably could have been. See, I, I don't know how I quite feel about Stay, because, like, lyrically hmm? it's very scarce. But then it, sure. it's just like a big, uh, most of it's an instrumental kind of funk rocker, and I'm definitely here for that. But I thought this went on for too long, too. This one's over six minutes. And you only get, yeah. like, so many lyrics before it just kind of turns into an instrumental jam. Um, I think Station to Station works as an intro. You know, it's, it's the title track. And it also has the fucking train kind of coming into the station. That That's, like, a pretty good uh, scene setter yeah. i guess like i feel like this should have been like the outro or something because it just goes on it feels like the too long on the daft punk album you know it's just like all right right now you know what i mean like yeah stay just kind of being in the middle doesn't really feel right yeah i really liked um, uh wild is the wind also i thought mm -hmm. that was a fine track yeah, a so, a, certainly a solid ending. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird to have the W on W, you know, track. Uh, There's got to be a reason uh, for that, right? Like, that's the yeah, thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure. But, uh. Yeah, um, I'm curious, though. After all this, what did you end up walking away with? So, I rated it, you know, when I added the tracks and the ratings and the divider sure. or whatever. 
I came up with a 3.83. Oh. And I was like, at first I'm thinking like, oh, should I round that down to three and a half? Because like so many, so many of the tracks are like so like long in a way that feels like, yeah, that feels like just enough to like pull it down because of the length. Where it's like, ah, oh, if it was shorter, maybe. But then I thought like, uh, but like, it's not, that they're bad and they're not exactly skippable. I don't exactly feel like halfway through that I would skip any of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like. It's not that it's like unenjoyable experience. So honestly, I, I'd I'd, I'd uh, uh, give it up to that four, you know. Yeah, I, I walked away with a four and a half personally. Um, I, like mm. I mentioned before, it's not one I revisit in the David Bowie discography, but I was reminded that oh shit, this album does have fucking bangers that are worth uh, revisiting. But yeah, maybe uh, maybe trim them down a little in hindsight. Yeah, if someone can. If, hey, we're in the modern age. If someone can give us a trimmed down version of this album called Dot 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 to Station or something like that, you know. Just Station. That'd be dope. Then we got Kung Fu Vampire with Look Alive requested by Animal <laughs> King. Oh, I keep forgetting the name of this rapper. Kung Fu Vampire. Kung Fu Vampire. <laughs> oh, man, here. how am I going to sound badass in this modern age? Like Kung Fu and Vampire. He's here. <laughs> Kung Fu Vampire has arrived. He's pulled into like the station. One step dumber, one step dumber than Lupe Fiasco in terms of like picking your own name and being like a uh so like a like a fox disaster. But see, here we get. He's in the same vein of like the psychopathic rappers. He's in with them. Oh lord. He he has to have a cool, edgy name like dude featured so on the album later. Fucking try hard. Fucking bl- blazing a dead we, homie. We should- we should have stopped after Blazy Dead Homie and Anybody Killer. Ooh, I'm an Anybody Killer. I'll kill anybody. Like, very creative, yes. Anybody, get it? Yes. But what is going on, man, with, with, uh, with track one? Track fucking one. Not a great start. I was thrown... I was just like, I could feel my brain going into the like, you know, uh, washing machine cycle loop in the first four lyrics of just like being thrown off and just like, what the fuck did he just say? Like, oh, she is a villain. Okay. Well, we talked about an evil woman, oh, deceitful chick. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Not, but then, but then he's fucking like, shatter my soul and I'm dripping in the rat race. It's no wonder that I'm fast paced. Worship OG with the fat lace. Got my lust at seven and I'll never forget that face. What a bitch. Couldn't get no other adult dick. Now look what you created just for the fun of it. And I'm like, what, what, what? Back up, back up, back up. And like, I'm fine if that's the song, but A, I think it's a weird thing to open the album with. Like, if you're going to talk about that, that's fine. But the way it's brought up and then just kind of abandoned really quick didn't really make too much sense to me. My main problem with really the whole album is these goddamn choruses. RC. Whoa. Oh my god! <laughs> Some of the oh most annoying, obnoxious <laughs> choruses. Song after the, song. The, the, you know what these sound like? These sound like fake songs from like TV shows in which rap songs uh. with like emo goth guys are in the background and like oh we just gotta come up with some bullshit things ooh I'm so dark I've got what's the next song uh no it wasn't that one it was one of the songs where it's like there's a villain in me that's a devil but the human in me is acting bad too it's like <laughs> this is so fucking 
But get out of here with this dumb fucking try hard 14 year old first draft fucking lyrics. You know what I mean? Oh, but we gotta get to, we, we can't get to that. We gotta get to track number two. This fucking whatever hook, I don't know uh. what fire song this is, but there's a million fire songs. But like as soon as I heard it, I don't remember which one it was, but automatically I could be like, wow, I really wanna just hear that other song because this automatically, this already just feels like such a goddamn spit in the face of whatever that energy was on that other track. It is such a fucking uh, broken down uh, Roach Motel version of that song. <laughs> yeah, it's just another annoying beat, obnoxious chorus. I hated um, the opening verse was just like not very good. We got Locksmith, who um, I think we oh, did yeah, recently, right? That sounds familiar. And Ubiquitous. What is he doing mixing it up with the likes of this? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck he's doing here. Uh, <laughs> you lose a bet, my guy. <laughs> they uh, they end up saving the track for the most part. Uh, we start off really weak with Kung Fu, but they end up saving it. Um, still, really annoying beat and chorus though. So, and it happens with yeah. a lot of songs on here where it's like by the end of the song, it's like, yeah, there were a couple of really solid verses in there, but like, would I be willing to listen to the song all the way through again and deal with that fucking annoying chorus two or three times? No, like the juice is not worth the squeeze, you know? No, not at all. Uh, speaking of features that are better than the main player, we got Twisted, who we've also reviewed on the show <laughs> before, on, yeah. on the track Duality. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, this was the... There's a demon in my soul, and he's oh, and he oh, always Lord. wants to kick it with me. RC, <laughs> yeah, he just wants to, you know, smoke some, you know, to see it smokes me, play some video games. God you know? damn, this is 2016, by the way. RC, I could not wow. fucking believe some of the songs on here sound like they would be tracks that ICP might go for in the maybe the 90s. But by yeah. now, it feels very dated and try-hard, edgy. Yeah. It's and so embedded. Like, it's so try-hard. Like, with the first verse, I'm higher than God on methamphetamines. I'm higher than Jesus on opium doing ketamine. Uh -huh. I'm higher than Buddha if he said, fuck Zen. I'm a higher rooter than I'll flush it in the end. But what? What are you doing, man? What happened here? Well, like, first of all, just the try, like, this, is this not the perfect example of the try hard? I'm higher than God, like on methamphetamines, and then, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna one-up myself. I'm higher than uh, 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 Jesus on opium, on ketamine. It's like, dude, stop. Like, you're not upping yourself. This is just, tr you know what I mean? This is, the, like, the perfect example of, like, there's another word for try hard where it's just like it's too much at this point like it's I, I don't care about what what you're doing with the hyperbole because it's so overdone that I'm just like I just don't believe this like I'm not I don't think you're actually that high I really don't oh no you don't you're not buying it <laughs> no higher than God if he was on methamphetamines multiplied by Jesus if he was on ketamine but like multiplied I mean cubed by Buddha if he <laughs> said fuck Zen what the it's like God times about? infinity on acid on crack <laughs> on steroids alright oh yeah right like it's, it's fucking childish it's you know like and then I'm a higher roto-rooter what the fuck is that is sure. roto-rooter God is that above Buddha what's happening 
Oh man, uh, this is what I mean by this tryhard shit. Oh, and then remember, in halfway through the the hook, he's like, "The evil calms me down." Yeah, the evil calms me down. Ooh, evil <laughs> sounded free, dark sounded free. And then I like had a moment where I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, let's stop." What does that actually mean? What does that mean? Like the evil calms you, making you you know, passive and not want to do things that would be considered evil? Yeah. Or, like, it calms you and makes you want to do evil? Mm -hmm. Like, why would it, you know what I'm saying? Why would it have a calming effect, you know? <laughs> like, calms my brain so that I can focus while I do evil yes. things. Yes, there you go. <laughs> it took a minute, but we got just there. So, so many of these just sound like, I wrote a line that, that's really dark over here, and I wrote a line that sounds really dark over here, and I just threw them all together, you know what I mean? Oh, what was that last line? Feeling fresh to death, trying to stay alive, but one side of my brain has been left to die. And that's the end of the verse, like, yeah, oh. ooh, aren't you so scared? Halloween, one side of my brain has been left to die. Ooh. <laughs> You know, it's just like I don't fucking care. Like, and in Bloodbath Weekend, it's like, like, do you really think that I believe that you're a killer, man? Because I don't. And it, like, it sounds like he. You know what I'm saying? It really does sound like that. Like, it doesn't sound like the. I'm really trying to, you know, imbue this track with the darkness because I'm trying to give a good project that like really sounds cool. It sounds like I'm really trying to make my bullies believe that I'm a, I'm a bad dude, and when they hear this track, they're gonna back off. You know what I mean? Like, that's what this sounds like. I liked the song for the most part if it wasn't again for oh the awful God. fucking chorus the while everyone's sleeping it's a bloodbath every day's a weekend what in the fuck and then it's what? everybody is even? ready to what? have some fun have some fun fun what? fun 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 like what the hell's happening now what? What were they even trying to communicate with this one? Because with the other ones, it was at least like, hey, I'm a badass dude. But with this one, it's like, everybody hit the dance floor, Quad City DJs, boom, boom, let's fucking work that body. I'm like, like, what is happening? Like, if you're doing a fucking ICP <laughs> chop chop slide where it's like, hey, we're doing a parody of a dance song, but we're really going out on the dance floor and killing people. Like, okay, that oh, makes zombie sense. slide. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I get it. I get the joke. But... Yeah, I, I didn't quite understand with, like, I thought it was a catchy song, but really bad and, chorus. And he's saying, like, and it, yeah, he's saying, while everybody's sleeping, I'm hitting the dance floor running? Like, what? Like, so while everybody, oh, yeah. like, they're playing your song, he's trying to get everyone's energy up, he's, he's doing the fucking runner man on the dance floor, and everyone's Hell, just yeah. not fucking feeling it. <laughs> and then, what in the fuck is Little Girl Big Mouth? Uh. What? Is this? It's a single, what apparently, but I don't know why it would be. That's a fucking. It's an awful and, one. And it's the remix first on this album. What, okay, what's look, going on there? Uh, this like, shit. Oh, we had to hit it with this one. This is the fucking Annie Up remix. Like, oh, they're not gonna listen to the album if we don't have this one. Yeah, look, guys, I'm sorry. I'm not listening to two versions of a song, let alone two versions <laughs> of two songs. I'm not doing that. You fucking Jesus ended the album Christ. with two songs I already fucking heard. I'm not sticking around for them. I mm -mm. don't care. I'm only listening to them once. That's it. Uh, but yeah, this was featuring Lex the Hex Master. All right. Man, he was better than the rest of them. Yeah, like, of I like that he had one line where he's like, make you want to click your mouse, feeling top flipped out, a dick around, and have your grandmoms waving her wig around. Oh, yeah. Like, that was at least, like, interesting imagery of, like, <laughs> you know, but... 
what what is this song about? Because it's like it seems like the hook is about like, oh, little girl, you got a big mouth. You're fucking telling everyone everything. And I'm like, all right, we're already in a very uncomfortable space. <laughs> so what? Where, where are we going with this here? <laughs> and then the verse doesn't really like go anywhere with it at all. Like at first, you can kind of feel like something's happening in the first verse. It was like, oh, listen to this dark shit that's happening. That's really sexual. But like, I'm not really making a direct story. He's like, I ate a crunch in the dungeon of the neighborhood watch. I could be saving your slot. But you may never know it. I'm not giving a fuck about those who pretend to be hot. But that bitch is cold, a silver bullet, and wood steak for your brain. You explode. I'm like, what? Huh? What? What about a little girl with a big mouth? There was a really long, like, stream of consciousness that none <laughs> of it made any sense. Yeah, and it's like, okay, this feels like a very, this hook has a very, very specific, like, context that it's presenting. And you are not, like, following that up in any way, you know? Like, it's like a, why would you present this if you're just gonna, like, piss about without act, an actual story to back, you know what I'm saying? Something like this up with such a, like I said, particular chorus. Like, they're saying very specific words here about a little girl who's got a big mouth. What about it? Is she like, I, you know, oh, my little sister's fucking, you know, uh, telling everyone the secrets of the of the Wu-Tang Clan. I don't know. What? 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 <laughs> I just want to read this out to you because it's it, seriously like I don't think it's going to make sense to anybody at home. I, I can't put this across. Hush, don't say a word. The man with the knowledge in his hand higher than the birds higher than the three-story bedroom in the burbs, and you could peep inside this woman's window, it would be absurd. Okay, that wasn't good, but it all rhymed, and I understood it. Then he follows it yeah. up with, what kind of mysteries get revealed in an instant? Classic devils in sheep's clothing, unmasking and basking in all the nonsense and plastic in the temple of mental anguish. <clears throat> Slow pain withstained with the fatal thoughts made your heart get tangled by a mayor with a fatal plot and bumping your anal box of boner flew into car raider. Call it anal rot. I ate her crotch in the dungeon of the neighborhood. Watch. Here's one yeah. thing that's a problem, too. Whoever took the time to write these lyrics on Genius did not get the lyrics right yeah so even no. as i was reading that i could tell that the words weren't right but right that none of that none of that the made right sense. words yeah the right words only illuminate things so much you know what it sounds it feels like someone setting up a story and then they accidentally like got caught up and messed up their pages and now they're we're already in the middle of the story without like the part that really like gives us the details of anything you know yeah then the Slice of Life uh, remix. Uh. Uh, oh, yeah, this is the one that was the remix first. Right, right, right. Uh, it's just so stupid. Yeah, one of them isn't a remix. One of them is a remix. Then later on, one of them is the original. One of them is, it's like, what? Yeah, Why did you do it, it like that? On, yeah. <laughs> and then this is the one with the, the one. Oh, yeah, Brother Lynch on up. Uh, Brother Lynch Hung. I've always heard so much about Brother Lynch Hung and how he's like one of the OGs of horrorcore. And I'm like, oh, let me check it out. You know, let me listen to this verse. You know, how does he, you know, represent? And it's like, I choke a nigga. Leave his heart open, nigga. I hope a nigga trip because I could poke a nigga. <sighs> yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm fucking bout that shit. <laughs> um, I have this quoted the chorus again because goddamn i'm walking i'm walking dead and alive Ooh. earth lady bloody baby die 
They want to mm. taste it, mama. But they the face of drama. An ancient state mm. of waste away as we become piranha. No guarantees, manana. Let's save the earth mm. and work to and work to seek nirvana. To seek nirvana. <laughs> like that was such a like, huh? Uh, like, I'm just like <laughs> we're, just we're trying to seek peace. <laughs> I'm just rolling my eyes like, god damn. No guarantees, manana. That was so fucking like, stop. Please stop. You gotta put a fucking, you gotta put a Halloween, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, one of those uh, Halloween uh, novelty soundtrack CDs. You gotta put some of those sound effects after each one of these lines. <laughs> Are you terrified? Oh, yeah, it's the spooky sounds. Oh, you hear rattling chains. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, don't mess with Kung Fu Vampire. I, don't you hear? Kung Fu's in the name. He's a Kung Fu practicing vampire. You don't know what he's going to bring at you, you know? Speaking of awful choruses, you're Jesus so cruel. That's why I really love it. It's so attractive to me. Oh, that's right. Shut the fuck. <laughs> you're so mean. It's so addictive to me. Shut you up. See, Stop. It, they, they, they like to be paddled, but 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 they're they're enjoying the pain. Uh-huh, what? sure. It's, it's like there's some sort of ironic taboo that they're associating oh, with it. You see, like, we're gonna make that very fucking plain, plain and obvious in this look. It's sort of like, yes, I get it. <laughs> You're bad, but I like it. Yes, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate you. But I really love you. Uh-huh. Like, I know. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> oh my god! And the lyrics are so confusing. Ooh, spit blood on my chocolate starfish. Cruel intentions turn to cruel inventions. That's Mars, bitch. Gun on my clit. Gun on her clit. Running the train on her little sis. I insist that we stop there. But no, she treats my dick like a clit. I'm like. Whoa, whoa, God on the, what's happening? What the, this isn't sexy, this is terrifying. Muse is here for damage control. I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yums here specifically. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that this does happen, though it's not common. Sure, sure. Like, the way they're talking about it does not convince me that they are the people that are into the level of this. You get I what I'm was saying? just about yeah. to say, <laughs> I am convinced that this is something that Kung Fu Vampire has never taken part in specifically. Right. Uh, he's trying to be shocking right. and edgy and whatever, though I'm sure someone probably listened to this and thought, hmm. Someone thought it was hot. And, and it's like, uh, I especially got that way from the, the way the verse ended, where it's like, she's a nasty trick. Her pretty little itty bitty pussy cat does what it thinks, and then it winks. And then there's a boing noise. Like, boing? I was like, huh? Is, is a pussy winking a boing noise? Is that, is that sexy? Is that hot? The pussy going, a boing as it's winking at you? Like, you guys get what I mean? But this is like, you guys haven't had sex before, have you? Like, <laughs> and then, oh, fucking hell. This is where I almost turned this shit off the second time. <sighs> uh, moving right along t- twice. Let's just, 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 just say let's the just name of the title shit. and then Look. just continue. Dead girls don't say no, number two. 
So this is the second one? They've done we, this we before? We absorbing this. We absorbing this. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Earlier when I said that there's songs on this album that sound like maybe something ICP would have done back right, in the day. Right. This is kind of what I'm talking about. <laughs> because, like... Oh, I went to the seminary, dug up a girl, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, there's no reason to go into it too much, but I do want to at least address it in that, like... How do I say this without sounding like too much of a fucking Puritan? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, well, having sex with chicks. Oh, oh, you're gonna yuck their yums down. You're gonna yuck these people's yums down. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, I mean, I know there's songs like this and whatever, sure. but like, they're you, normally, normally, I think, if you're writing a song and, you know, you're the you're like the main character of the song or if sure. you're playing a character in the song i don't know maybe like you get caught and there's like consequence to your or, actions or it's clear that like this, this is a bastard who's doing something dastardly you know what i'm saying yeah 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 but when there's songs specifically like this where it's like i hate to say it but this is like some incel yeah. shit and like and the next one where it's just shut the fuck up, bitch. What the like, hell was that? Oh, right. got no time for bullshit. Like, what the fuck was this shit you just played for me? Like, that was some bullshit. Nobody needs to hear a song about sex with a dead girl, okay? Nobody has time for that. Yeah, I don't even fuck with no time for bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, this was another example where I tried starting to listen to it last night. I got so bored that I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to it at work so I can focus a little bit. And I was just so bored with it again. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come home. I'm going to give it my undivided attention. And I was so bored. <laughs> like, sure you have I, I just have, I have no it's time for this it, bullshit. This it's just goddamn, a bunch of rapidity rap shit. It's edgy, trying to be in yeah. your face. I'm so not here it's for this It's a bunch of rapidity rap shit that's not really saying anything. And it's just a bunch of like, oh, this will be so clever. But no, it's not because it's really not. <laughs> And I think we end with a couple decent songs, at least decent compared to the rest yeah, of the album. Uh, Diabolic featuring ROC and Bollywood Undead. Bollywood Undead at least has a cool right concept. concept to yeah, it, I don't know why it's, it's happening. It's got like the Bollywood music <laughs> in it too. But, but yeah, that was kind of cool. It's kind of like, oh, remember Timbaland? He did this a lot, so I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it was a fucking Timbaland ass beat. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that's an interesting idea. But other than that, I'm like, I don't know why this album even happened to me right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, not a fan of this um, psychopathic affiliate dude. Like, this fucking third generation psychopathic records, like, a copy of a copy of a copy of horrorcore, you know? I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that I came away with a generous two and a half <laughs> i came away with the one <laughs> you know the more i thought about it yeah it's definitely <laughs> sounding like that i think i i think i rated the songs that i liked a little too high and that's how i ended up with the two and a half you you, you after the 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 things that were just so bad <laughs> you got to the stuff that wasn't as bad and you're like well you know <laughs> In good conscience, I couldn't give it anything higher than a two. Yeah. That, that's as high as I'm willing to go. But yeah. a one is definitely uh, 
reasonable also <laughs> i'm not gonna argue with your one i think that's fair probably still too kind <laughs> we didn't even mention it but um because i think it was on diabolic when i kind of forgot what year this album came out that he randomly started rapping about trump and i was like oh oh wow this is pretty recent huh like <laughs> for some reason i thought it was older than that maybe because of like the dated as fuck trap beats on some of these songs right right or just like seeing Twisted and Blaze You Dead yeah. Only, I just expected it to be older than this. Yeah. But then when he's just like, How's Trump president? It's like, Oh, this is like only a few years old. You, you know Damn, what throws okay. you off? Huh. Yeah, you know something feels dated when you hear a recent reference and it makes you go, How could that be from this? <laughs> you know, I will say though, with as bad as a couple of the songs are and the vibes are trash. Mm. No slurs yeah. on the whole album. <laughs> hey. Not a single slur to be found. No R slurs, no F slurs. Mm, you know, I think things might be getting better. <laughs> Let, let's end on a positive Maybe, note. <laughs> Maybe he does get that two and a half after all, RC. Maybe he does deserve his wings. That <laughs> doesn't make his it awkward for people. Wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for the mm. enjoyable experience. Just for the just yeah. for hitting those four quadrant demographics for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just for taking the time. You get the Disney points there. That about does it for this week's episode of Going Off. We thank you so, so much for spending your time with us. And uh, if you have an album that you'd like to hear us talk about on a future episode, you know what to do. It's ko-fi.com slash going off. G-O-I-N-O-F-F. And yeah. You can get your you can get your request added to the queue, and right now the prices are discounted. And for the three dollars a month, you can get your request pushed to the front. There's no better time than now. I'm telling you, get in here. It's only for the holidays. We only got like maybe 13 or 12 spots remaining. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Head on over. Get in here. Do not miss out on the discounted prices. And uh. Yeah, what else you got going on uh, on your side of things? Well, of course, we got it going on on the uh, Patreon.com slash Rap Critic as well for all the requests I got going on over there. Too many to name, but, you know, music requests, song requests, live streams, all that fun, sexy stuff, as well as uh, getting them, getting those priority uh, queued requests early, and that's, like, kind of halved on what the price is for that as well. Oh, and also, you could uh, go to patreon.com slash rap critic and give $10 a month and also get your uh, stuff Patreon, I mean, get your stuff uh, uh, priority queued. So you can either give one time the $40 on Kofi or do uh, $10 monthly on Patreon. So get with it, act like you want it. You know what I'm saying? Your boy is giving you all the options. You feel me? Um, and uh, uh, that's all I got to say. I, whatever Whoa. it is, I'm forgetting. I guess it wasn't as important. So fuck it. We're ending the show. Let's do it. <laughs> Until next time, folks. This has been Going Off for Rap Critic and Muse. And we'll see you next time on the show. I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And too long. Can you feel it? Too long. Can you feel it? Because I know your mom can. Oh, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't believe it. I shan't believe it. He did not get me. <laughs> <laughs> Just being dragged away. No. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> like in the fucking straight jacket. No, he didn't get me. He didn't get me. I hadn't forgotten. No.